The System Save Me podcast shares how business owners navigate their way to success through processes, systems, and routines. Your host, Jordan Gill, is behind the scenes of top business owners who travel the world while earning six and seven figures a year. There's a method to the madness. It's called systems. So let's get down to business. Welcome to episode number 30, where we're going to be talking about building your client workflow. I'm super stoked for this interview because I have two amazing bosses in the His House. If this is your first time here, welcome. If you're a regular, fantastic. Either way, we would love it if you left us a review on iTunes as we love hearing from our listeners. And if you don't want to miss out on the next episodes, be sure to subscribe or go to systemsaveme.com for show notes and freebies. Now let's prepare yourselves because we had way too much fun on this interview and I really am excited to show you the behind the scenes of an awesome agency and their seamless client workflow. Hey y'all, I am jumping out of my seat right now because these two people as guests is just like making my morning right now. And um, I've got Erin and Jamie and I... There's no introduction because they're just, their amazingness is just going to like blow y'all away. So how are you both doing today? Fabulous. Doing pretty well. Woohoo! Awesome. <laughs> so since I didn't give you any intro, um, let's just go ahead and start off by um, y'all talking a little bit about you and y'all's business. Sure. Um, so I'm Jamie. I'm the founder and CEO of Your Hot Copy, which is a digital boutique copywriting agency. We primarily work with online business owners, um, mostly female online business owners who have a really big personality, but it isn't really shining through in their copy or in their the language of their online presence just yet, um, both on their website and in like sales funnels and launch copy and stuff like that. So that's what we do. Um, our business has a team of writers right now, although it started with just me. And I'll let Erin introduce herself. Erin is our director of operations. Woo! Hi, I'm Erin. <laughs> and I am the director of operations for your hot coffee. Um, and I basically oversee sales and project management and oversee all of the writers on our team. Woohoo! All right, so y'all are going to be able to see real quickly why I love these people. Um, so let's dive in to the good stuff. Uh, we're going to be talking about... Jamie and Aaron's system for onboarding their clients, as well as then managing the actual copy projects and what that looks like. Uh, so first off, let's start off with kind of, and maybe this is you, Jamie, describing your business before you implemented this system and had Aaron on board. Sure. So what's funny, Jordan, is you kind of know this about me. Like even early in my business, I had pretty tight systems. Very true. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> um, so it's, you know, it's interesting. And I, I think that that just comes from me being like a very precise, meticulous person who's obsessed with like the experience my clients are having. 100%. Um, so I, I kind of kicked off with a little bit of a, like a pretty decent onboarding process and um, wanted everything to be really systematized and streamlined as much as possible for my clients. So just to kind of walk you through what that looks like, it would be you know, someone comes to the website, they decide that they want to talk to me or hire us. Um, they can take, they can um, book a, a consultation call. They would typically apply first. So when I first started my business, people would have to fill out a form to apply 
um, to work with me. It wasn't like, oh, just book a call. And then I would invite them to a call if I thought they were a good fit. Then we would have a call if they decided they were a go, which is still kind of how we roll. They decide they're a go. They then would get a quote. Um, if, if it's a custom proposal, they, they get a custom proposal. They would have to agree to the proposal or the quote. They then get the contract. Once they get the contract, they can put their deposit down to hold their spot. And once they put their deposit down, they get the questionnaire that we need them to fill out before we get started. And then they get a chance to book their kickoff call with us because we do calls with all of our clients before we start the project with them. We like to make sure that like, also because we're writing copy for them. So I feel like it's important to get on the phone and actually hear how they sound and what their voice is to be able to emulate a copy. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's just been kind of an important part step in the process. And it helps us like actually set a kickoff date. Like, okay, just schedule it. You know, here's the link, pick a time. Um, And that's been, you know, kind of that's been the process since the beginning and it and it still is the process but the systems that we use and the softwares that we use have changed and have like we've improved those over time and then also as we've scaled into a team we've had to put some systems in place just to make sure that like it continues to run smoothly and things aren't hectic as oh sorry am I allowed to curse on this podcast (laughs) yeah (laughs) my sister will bleep you're good have asked that before Welcome to Hot Copy. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, well, cool. And then, so um, talk about then bringing on Erin, all of her amazingness, and how she helped continue to really drive home that the client experience is important, and through that, you need systems. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to talk briefly on this, and then Erin, if you want to add anything. Sure. So Erin started with me not as a director of operations. She actually started as a second writer on the team. Mm -hmm. Um, She was the second person in my business that I brought on team-wise. My first was a a VA who just, you know, I started delegating pieces of the client onboarding process. And then Erin came on because I was so booked that I needed help. (laughs) (laughs) literally I was like I can't do all of this myself I need help I need another creative smart clever person to to help me maintain the quality of what I provide to my clients at this volume of work that I'm doing mm-hmm. so that was how Erin came on she was she was there and she wanted to help and um it, <laughs> it's, literally <laughs> it's true it was like magic it was magic. I mean, we she we and I had met in a business program that we did um, back like in 2013. So we were friends, but not like super close friends. We we knew of each other. We were in a mastermind together for a period of time. And at the time um, that we first met, our businesses weren't super clear yet. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, hot copy blew up, and I was like, "Help me!" <laughs> mm-hmm. And she came on and she was really, I I hired her as like a creative consultant, really. Like I hired her for creativity. Um, When I first brought her on, I called her the creative juice box. (laughs) That That is adorable. (laughs) In her contract. (laughs) (laughs) Like this is your job title. This is the description. This is. Um, And then when I would, when I would write like a first draft of something, I would send it to her and be like, okay, I need you to help me juice this. Um, which usually just meant like, okay, how can we make this better? Like what, what possibilities do you see in the copy that I don't see? Um, and her position really like her role continued to evolve from there. So 
you know, she went on to take on her own services with hot copy. So she was providing services that I wasn't providing. So we kind of had this like autonomous departments of what we would offer in the business. And then it evolved into earlier this year, it evolved into, okay, well, we're scaling, you know, I'm going to need someone who understands copy, who understands what makes copy awesome to be able to kind of oversee the writers and someone who's great with people as well. Um, who understands sales and all that stuff, especially because, you know, you're great at sales if you can write great sales copy mm-hmm. to, to kind of take on that client facing process so that I could step back and be more like CEO. Um, so that's how that evolved. And then, you know, and this year we had to do like a major system upgrade just to, to restructure how the business runs to make sure everything kept running smoothly. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Smooth like butter. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about what we changed, Erin? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> so I would say when I when you sort of like handed me the reins, right, of like overseeing the other writers, which we had just brought on and um, <clears throat> doing the project management piece, I wrote everything in a notebook. <laughs> <laughs> Old school. <laughs> and like I had um, construction paper taped to my wall. <laughs> <laughs> And I liked it. Like, I felt good about that because I could see everything. Uh, However, Jamie would be like, what the f*** is going on here? (laughs) She couldn't see my system. So she would be like, everything's a mess. And I'm like, Jamie, everything is so good right now. (laughs) So we started using... like, show me a spreadsheet. I will die in there. (laughs) I sent you a link three weeks ago. Just click it. So, yeah, we were a little hot messy there. Um, So we moved into teamwork, which I totally was like... I don't want to do this at first and drag my feet the whole way. Right, James? Oh my God. You were so annoying. <laughs> I just really like my list. Oh, but anyway, so I gave in and it was the best. <laughs> Good choice. Good choice of 2016. So anyway, so now in teamwork, now I'm like, let's throw everything in there. Right. Yeah. Um, but one of the first things we did was come up with exactly what our procedure looks like with each client. So as soon as they say yes, um, <clears throat> they're put in. And their whole project step is put in there. So when they fill out the questionnaire, we check off the box. When we get payments from them, we check off boxes. When the writer has a kickoff call, we check it off. And then we just go through the entire timeline in there. That way, Jamie can look at it. Our VA can look at it. I can look at it. And the writers can look at it as well. And everyone knows exactly what they're responsible for. Um, Then from there, we also, you know, as things kind of grew, we started throwing all of our leads in there too. So I could be very clear about who we're talking to, who I need to follow up with, um, and just make sure nothing's falling through the cracks, mm, which mm-hmm. has probably saved slash made us thousands, <laughs> right? Hello. Because it's easy to like, when you're doing a thousand things to forget about who you're talking to. Mm, totally. um, yeah. And sometimes people just need that follow up. And then... Yeah, then the, like, the other thing that's great about um, teamwork is that when Jamie's like, oh, we need to do this, um, and it's not for another three weeks, you can just throw it in there and put the timer on it. So everything, we're just accountable for everything, and everyone <laughs> see everything. Oh. And like basically all I ever do is like send emails like, oh my god, we need to do this! We need to do this! <laughs> yeah. I this. And then me and Ravens, yeah, we, then we send her the link of where it's now put and how we will all know about this. <laughs> The other, like, major shift I think we made that's actually really helpful, even just recently, has been huge, is using Slack oh, and yes. just being so organized about our communication so you know exactly where to go if you need to talk about a certain thing. And because because Jamie and I are really good friends at this point, like it allows us to have, okay, we're talking about work over here, 
and then whatever else comes up is over there. And just to have boundaries within our lives. <laughs> whatever else comes up like men. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you're broken hearted, go on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Men, family drama. <laughs> the juicy stuff. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. that. So kind of um, walk us through the steps then of, I know y'all were using, I guess, 17 hats before teamwork, mm-hmm. correct? Um, we use that too. Okay. So you use it in combination. Um, so kind of walk us through the steps then of really how you guys were able to get that granular. And, um, because, you know, when you say like, you know, did you send the contract Did the client receive the contract? Did they sign the contract? Like how important that is, um, as you're kind of walking us through this process of client onboarding and project management. All right. Client accountability is everything. First of all. Yeah. Yes. Like totally. we have to be up our clients' asses to make sure that shit is happening because they're yeah. also busy business owners and yeah. like they will miss things and forget things and not realize that they haven't paid an invoice that they owe. And it's not malicious. It's just people are busy. Right. So we have um, like, mm-hmm. sorry, like almost like checks and balances. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So we all know what's going on. So basically after I put a lead in um, teamwork and we get to the point where it's like definitely a yes, I then reach out to our VA and give her all of the information she needs to go into 17, 17 hats and add them to that system, get them set up with the questionnaire that comes from there, and also um, the contract and the invoice. And at that point, she also adds them to teamwork and puts in the whole um, procedure for their project. Nice. <clears throat> yeah, and we've added to teamwork to a whole system where we just track invoices being paid. That way, Jamie can look at it, I can look at it, and no one has to go into 17 hats except for Raven. So just making like that really clearly defined. That's good. Um, I like that. Yep. And uh, that, does that answer your question? Yeah. No, it definitely does. Yeah. And so then with the project management side of it, with the writers going in and all of that, how much are you involved then, Erin, after, you know, the writers then take on and are um, actually going and, and writing the copy? Okay. So the writers... So when the client gets a link to schedule a call, it's with their head writer mm-hmm. and then they interface. And what I do is after the writer writes the first draft, it comes to me um, and we'll likely go to Jamie if it involves a lot of strategy and we kind of like work on it and develop it a little further. They do revisions and then they deliver it to the client. Um, once the client gets those drafts, I'll reach out just as a courtesy just to see how it's going. And so just to check in with them because I have the consults with them too. So we have a right. relationship. Right. Um, and just, you know, if there's anything we can improve, I obviously want to know. And it's fun to talk to them when they're so excited. <laughs> um, yeah. but, I, but I don't, I'm not actually, you know, doing the work, so to speak at this point. Right. Um, right. So that's going back and forth. They deliver their notes to the writer um, and she goes ahead and executes all of those. And it comes to me again. Um, and then that will go to the client for their final approval. And once we have their final approval, the writer then sends me the final documents and I go through and finalize everything and I do like the offboarding with the client. So I'll send them their final work. Gotcha. Good. Well, it's, it's fascinating how many moving parts there are and how many moving people there are. And (laughs) it's so effortless. I mean, I've, I've been a client so I can attest to this. Um, And just how every, I mean, it really is a differentiator from other copywriters. Um, And hopefully other people have told you that. And I know I have, um, because a lot of times when you are working with creatives, you know, it's like you sign off and then they like go off into their creative 
dug out and you don't hear from them and you're like okay like maybe you're writing maybe you're not maybe you're like I have no idea um yep. and so there's just like such clear transparency and as a business owner it's like so refreshing to see that and to know okay like someone is doing something and like pieces are moving and not to say that I'm like daily stalking or anything but um mm-hmm. But it is also exciting because it's copy and you want to see it. And it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> its own little copy baby of your business. So Absolutely. Um, so that's really, yep. really, really great. Thank yep. you. Honestly, I just want to say that I, I feel I feel like the, the systems that we've set up in our business and the way it runs is is I love how beneficial it is to our clients because a huge value for me for our business is that our clients feel like it's super easy. Yes. Like I want it to feel so easy for them and like they don't have to lift a finger barely, you know? Yep. Um, yep. And I want them to know what to expect and when to expect it. So they're never like worried or confused about when they're going to get like when something's going to be delivered to them and because yep. they have enough to worry about. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that I'm glad that you had that experience and and I'm glad that we're providing that to our clients. But the other thing that I want to mention that you brought up too is like when you're working with creatives and what that creative process can be like. And this is one of the reasons why I love that our writers get to do what they do. Um, Mm -hmm. Not that Aaron and I aren't also creatives and aren't also writers. um, I just love that like they can show up, do their creative work and all that other business stuff. Like they don't even have to think about. And then our clients are taken care of, you know? Oh yeah. I was going to say the same thing. Like I think as CEO, you've done a really good job of, you know, putting everyone in a space where their role is so clearly defined that it all comes together super cohesively. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Kudos to Jamie. Um, so, uh, okay, now we're going into kind of the wrap-up questions. Um, so this is posed to both of you. Uh, what was your best financial investment in business? Aaron is my best investment. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> Oh, that's too good. Erin, what's your best financial investment in business? Uh, my computer. <laughs> Girl, truth. Let's be real. Uh, seriously, what do you have? I have a MacBook Air. Oh, nice. Yeah. One day I'm going to have a desktop and it's going to be magical. Oh, uh, yes. One day. I want I that big screen. I know. The big, the big screen is, is what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Um. Then what is y'all's um, worst financial investment in business? Facebook ads. Mm, <laughs> yes. I am virtually <laughs> snapping right now. <laughs> and why do you feel like that? I mean, I would just say, I mean, he, I think that um, for me, it was my worst financial investment in business just because I didn't see a return on investment. Right. So it didn't, you know, and there's a good chance that like that money did come back to me and from that investment. And I just didn't realize, Yeah. but I think that it doesn't, there's no Facebook ads are great when you're using them in a strategic way that makes sense. And when I like was experimenting with Facebook ads, I didn't really think about all the ways that they can be used strategically. So I was just trying to generate leads, which for the business we're in, like just really doesn't make sense. So I think it's a matter of like when to invest in Facebook ads and for what, and depending right. on what business you have and what you're offering. And, and for us, like, 
it just doesn't make any sense. Um, it doesn't mean it won't make sense in the future. Right. right but, right. you know, I just wasn't, I wasn't smart about it. I didn't know how to be smart about it, but I learned a lot. So that was worth it. But so maybe it was a good investment. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a lot I'm, cheaper than my master's degree. So, yeah. oh, girl, I know. Erin, I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was your worst? That's funny that you just said your degree. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have a lot of student loans, so probably that. Um, yeah, I can't really think of anything, which I think is only because I have Jamie yeah. <laughs> as, like, my my guide, and she totally keeps me on track, right? So if I'm like, I need this, you're like, no, you don't. <laughs> Squat, like, swat it down. Mm-hmm. No, well, that's nice and easy. Um, okay, cool. So then... Where can people find you online, share website, Instagram, Facebook, all the places? Sure. So it's yourhotcopy.com. And we're on Instagram at yourhotcopy. Pretty simple. Facebook.com slash yourhotcopy. We also have a group called The Champagne Room that you can access by going to yourhotcopy.com slash party. It is and party. yeah, it's a free Facebook group where we kind of hang out and chat about copy and people give each other feedback and it's a lot of fun. And once a month I do a copy quick fix live where people can submit their links and I'll get on live and kind of give them a loving teardown and help them improve their copy. <laughs> a loving teardown. <laughs> That's exactly how Jamie rolls. She will help you so much, but it might hurt a little. Yeah. <laughs> totally worth it. It, it is. It is totally, totally worth it for sure. Well, it's been so fun having you guys on the podcast and I get to share you with my world. So um, thanks for taking the time and we'll chat soon. Abby. Thank you. Thanks, Jordan. Thanks for listening to System Save Me. If you want to get the links to anything we talked about, go to systemsaveme.com. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you on the next episode.